Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Ashley on Air. The topics may change, but one thing stays the same. You're going to have a damn good time. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up to the sexiest woman on the airwaves. The one, the only, your host, Ashley. Happy New Year, everyone. I cannot believe it is 2019. I can't believe, I just, every year it goes faster and faster. But nonetheless, I'm excited about this year. I am like, I got my resolutions ready to go. I think I'll be more successful this time. (laughs) I'm trusting that. Um, So today we're going to talk about how to set resolutions that will bring you abundance and success. I, for one, like milestone moments like the starting of a brand new year. I like the new year, new me thing. I mean, I know a lot of people have been talking a lot of crap about it, you know, saying new year, new me, you know, just, you know, they want to improve on the person that they already are. And I get that too, but man, sometimes you just go through a year where you may have transformed or learned all of these new things and the core of you is still you, but you're going to emerge and be this just brand new, you know, version of, of yourself. And it's beautiful and I love it. And, you know, a lot of us do set goals and have um, wants and resolutions. And then somehow a month into it, three months into it, we kind of lose track of that. So I'm going to kind of talk about, you know, how to stay on track and how to be successful and, you know, just really kind of overcoming those personal barriers, those personal, you know, um, fears, if I may. But first, before we get into it, I do have a special guest um, that is calling in. So let's go ahead and introduce him really quick. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. (laughs) Well, hello, is this Harry Carey? It sure is. Big fan of the show. I cried last week almost. You cried? Why would you cry? It was just so beautiful seeing somebody open themselves up to us like that. Probably touched my heart. Well, that means a lot coming from you, Harry. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. I just woke up. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) From your New Year celebration? You betcha. The Cubs and I went out to the bars, and that was the last thing I remember. Oh, my. So you went out to the bar on the 31st, and it's the 2nd, and you're just now waking up? The 2nd? Uh-oh. I missed somebody's birthday. Don't tell them I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Who's, whose birthday did you miss? I can't remember. <laughs> it's been a couple of days. Let me tell you something. Okay, well, that's a hell of a New Year's celebration, Harry. Bring it in in style. In style. In true fashion, as you as you normally would. What is your resolution? Do you have any New Year's resolutions? 
Yeah, like most people, I want to get back in shape. But it's hard with all these beautiful women looking like snacks. <laughs> that's, that's a really good point. How do you plan to get in shape then if you're just eating all these beautiful snacks? Well, I'm probably going to use the same method my father used. If I don't do something right, he hit me with the car. Works every time. Oh my, that's extreme. I don't think you have to. I think we could just probably put you on a good diet and, and get you moving and sweating a little bit. I'm willing to try anything, especially if it means <laughs> I don't have to play in traffic. Yeah, no traffic. Let's stay away. Let's stay away from traffic. We're gonna keep you on track, okay? But not in traffic. Hey, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> um, I know I, I would. I would not. I would not eat a hot dog, even if it were myself. I would definitely not eat myself. Hot dogs are terrible. Probably the worst food on the planet. So I definitely. But what if you threw some some ketchup or some chili out there? That's a no amount of no amount of ketchup or chili or cheese or anything could make me eat a hot dog, even if it were my delicious self. (laughs) Duly noted. Third out comes ball. So what is your advice for people in the new year? I would just say, don't deprive yourself because then you're less likely to stay on track. Make sure you leave a little room for some happiness, but try and make the positive changes to make the better you. That's perfect in every way. (laughs) Thank you so much, Harry Carey, for joining us. Will we talk to you again? Of course, just give me a call. If I don't answer, I'm probably sleeping. Okay, okay, noted. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That was awesome. Okay, all right, so for those of you who don't know, that is the infamous Harry Carey. He is uh, known for several things. Well, anyways, let's move on. Thank you very much for calling in. That was super duper fun. I love that. So, um, so my New Year's Eve. Let's talk about that. So, my New Year's Eve for the last seven, I think seven, six or seven years, night New Year's Eve, has just been hanging out in with hanging out in, hanging in, and hanging out with my family. Uh, we used to go out, you know, obviously every New Year's Eve and celebrate and do the whole club thing and even then I was just kind of you know not really it wasn't my favorite thing I much prefer to just be at home and be cozy with my hair in a ponytail and not have to dress up that's just me that's my style so for the last seven years that's what we've done and of course did that this year we played games and we watched the ball drop the um, Dick Clark's um, Rockin' New Year's Eve party and there's just, you know, it's like one of those things that's like tradition and it makes you feel super comfortable. And again, like I said, I like the milestone events and I like looking forward to new things coming up. So we recapped the year and talked about that. We talked about our individual goals and our, um, you know, our, our goals as a couple. And I think that's important as well. I think it's important to, um, you know, to have your individualized goals and things that you want to do interpersonally and then that also helps you if you're a couple married or boyfriend girlfriend 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 boyfriend boyfriend whatever you are um you know that helps you with your personal goals and then you once you get those lined up and and set out then coming together on your um your together goals 
um, then, you know, that just, it just kind of sweetens the pot and makes everything more, I think for us, more motivational and more probable. So we, you know, he, we have some different resolutions, of course, you know, he's got his stuff going on and I have mine. Um, but one thing we are doing together this year is dry January. And, you know, this is kind of not that big of a deal, but I think it is for us just because, you know, we live in such a, well, I think everybody does, but we live in such a fast pace now. Um, you know, everything's go, go, go. And especially for the holidays, you know, it was indulging and, and all of that stuff. And, you know, we just drink wine. We're just, you know, wine drinkers and we love wine. And it's like an experience for us. It's not like, you know, we get sloshed all the time and stuff. We just, we really enjoy doing our stuff during the day. And then, you know, every once in a while at night, enjoying the wine. I got a little bit, and I'm just being, you know, transparent here. I got a little bit, you know, over, out of hand. You know, it was a little bit much, again, with the holidays and everything that's going on. And it's so many exciting things happening with opening, you know, starting my new office. And he got a new job recently. And so it was just, you know, so we were like, okay, we need to do dry January. We need to reset. We need to, you know, kind of reevaluate our relationship with alcohol and things that serve us and things that don't. Shh. And, you know, just come up with, with all that. So we're doing dry January. So, and another thing is we all know that January is legitimately the longest month ever. Like we come out of this year that just flew by and then January drags on. It's like it goes January and then suddenly you're in March and then it's like August and then it's holidays. That's how it feels for me at least. Because in our family, the, my birthday is in August, and then all of their birthdays in September, and then after that comes the holidays. So it just flies after August. So it's like I have the first part of the year to, like, get my shit together and stay on track with that. And then in the holidays, best of luck. So that's one. Another big one that I noticed last year and I kept track was my screen time. And for a lot of reasons, that's not good. You know, I wasn't present in certain moments, and I noticed a couple of times that my kids were around and looking at the top of my head, and I'm, that is not acceptable. It's not going to fly for me anymore, so we're, we're reducing screen time, you know, for the reason of being present. For another reason is the more and more we are studying and exposed to EMFs and screen time and the effects that the blue light has on the pituitary gland, um, so your body is not creating certain neurotransmitters and hormones that it's supposed to anymore, like serotonin, norepinephrine, melatonin, all of those things, it's the blue light, the lutein, it's directly affecting the pituitary gland. So if you're having any trouble sleeping, if you're having any troubles with your adrenal glands, with your energy levels, even, I would even go to say it could even affect the thyroid, and <clears throat> um, of course, every individualized case, then I would consider less screen time for you as well. But we're talking about me right now. So less screen time is a huge one for me. So I set timers on my phone. Um, you guys can do the same thing. I've done, I've got blue light blocker screen protectors and I'm looking for some for my computer now, but I've set alarms. You'll put your phone up for the night, go to bed, and all that good stuff. So that's how I'm, I'm, you know, planning on doing that. Another one of mine is more adventures with the family. So last year we, <laughs> we went to Oklahoma twice and had a great time. The first time was not, we didn't go under the best circumstances. I don't know if some of you remember, um, but my grandfather had a really bad accident, and 
the phone call that we received was a very scary one because no one really knew what was going on. He was being transported between hospitals and we just, we were on our way to the beach and we turned the car around. We came home. I literally threw stuff in a bag for me, for me and my daughter. My daughter actually kind of packed her own bag and she just threw stuff as well. We were just trying to hurry. We're throwing stuff in and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to wear when I get there because I'm pretty sure I packed like a pair of shorts, a pair of underwear, a shirt, and I don't even know. Like I just, I was throwing stuff in at that point, makeup and ugh. And anyways, the outcome was good, but we got to go to Oklahoma, and we made a little fun trip out of it, and my grandpa's fine. Goodness, he's on race, stubborn self. And then um, the next time we went for Travis's 30th birthday, and then we went on a couple of other adventures just, like, kind of close to home. And it was so nice spending that time with the family because now that my kids are getting older, it's getting a little bit easier to do those things. And so at the end of last year, I started – not really researching, but if something came up and like, oh, this is to do in SoCal, go discover this, I would save it so I have a little list of places that we're going to be going and doing more adventures like that. Maybe a bigger vacation too this year, who knows. Um, And then the next one would be to reach a bigger and quality audience. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, I I, obviously I'm doing this because I do want to reach an audience and I do want to, you know, help as many people as possible. But the reason I say quality is because um, you know, I think a lot of people, unfortunately, are still in transition from who I was then and who I am now. And um, on YouTube, that did create a lot of really, really harsh bullying and just really hard um, things to read. And I'm human, and I'm not like succumbing to bullying or anything like that. But I moved my, I'm moving everything that was going to be on YouTube to Patreon just because I, I want a quality audience. And I feel like that will help. And gather each other out. And, you know, there's there's good times. There's, you know, there's real times. There's sexy times. There's all of it in one place with quality people. So reaching as many people as I can and just really growing a community where, you know, we're all – it's not just one thing. It's not just health. It's not just, you know, it's just real life, everything that kind of encompasses everything. So that is a goal, and I continue to do that with the help of some time management. Um, and then I want to, on that kind of same note, I want to be able to help more people this year than I did last, and I think that'll be a goal for every year going forward. Just helping more people than before. Um, you know, I have I have a great opportunity, and opportunities always arise. You know, to to do that and to help people. So, um, so yeah, that's that's my plan, and and to and I'll elaborate on you know how I'm kind of planning on, and I, I guess I told you some of the things I did about the screen time and things like that, but um, I also asked you guys, I think yesterday or the day before on Instagram, what some of your um, resolutions and goals were, and I love doing that, by the way, like Sunday Q&A has become one of my favorite times of the week, <laughs> I just love it, it's, I love connecting and, and answering questions and and sharing and all of that. I just love it. But I asked you guys to share with me your resolutions, and I was so impressed and so, I guess maybe surprised a little bit, but I was more impressed and just, I felt like my heart was so warmed by some of your answers. <laughs> Travis just got him. Um, not one person, not one. And I had, I had quite a few answers. 
not one person said anything materialistic about what they want to manifest or what their resolutions were for 2019, like, oh, you know, big house or a big car or more money. Well, I guess more money, I guess, is kind of a, would be an okay thing. Not that that's a bad thing. And not that any of these, if you want those things, that's great. I'm not judging. But I was so happy to see a lot of the, not a lot, all, not one person wanted anything materialistic. I, I have it written down. All of the things that, that people responded wanted or quality of life things so things like and I got a lot of the same as well which was like it kind of shows me like the shift that we're having maybe with some realizations of what's going on in our world and our economy but you know I just I just it, it was very telling to me so um let's see so a lot of people wanted to share your life with someone or find love and I think that's awesome. I, I'm all about the relationship. I'm all about finding your person. And I'm all about, like, growing with them. And, and yes, sharing your life with someone is very special. So I love that one. Um, another one I got a lot of was getting off medications. I had a lot of people um, say they've been on long-term blood um, um, blood pressure medications um, and a lot of, like, you know, acid reducers and uh, things like metformin and all of that, they want to get off these meds even on long term because they're they're really really seeing the effects of that. And I, in in my practice, I'm a huge advocate for that. A lot of times, naturopathic medicine is a great adjunctive, um, you know, therapy with several different modalities to act with medications. Um, but a lot of the time, you know, we can help you get off of those things and and not have to get back on them. And sometimes you will experience a slight relapse, but you're better equipped to, to you know, deal with them and to get back on track. And I, I really do love helping people wean off their medication because just watching their quality of life go, go up and be so surprised, it's very fulfilling. And you guys, you guys do a great job. It's not, it's not all me. It's a lot of you too. Um, anyway, another one. Um, another one I caught a lot was being more empathetic. And I love that. We need more empathy in this world. And, and not a lot of people are built or equipped to be empathetic. It's draining and it's exhausting. But the more empathy that we share, being empathetic is one thing. But being empathetic and, like, and, and sharing it with the world and sharing, you know, your knowledge of your empathy and, and reciprocating and letting, letting another person know how you feel oh my gosh, this dog is awesome. And I think, you know, being more empathetic is, is great. Uh, let's see. Getting fit. That's another quality of life thing. That's kind of one of, well, I didn't say it, but it's kind of one of mine as well. Uh, you know, this, it's a quality of life thing. It's, it's about your health. It's about how you feel. It's about, you know, your appearance. And I know a society places a lot of uh, pressure on you to look a certain way, but you know what, if you're in there and you're working your butt off and you're seeing the difference and your confidence level goes up, you are going to be happy with your appearance because you, you personally can see it and you can feel it from the inside. And it's more important how you feel on the inside than the way you look on the outside. And I'm not, and I am, I'm very much a, you know, love your body, you know, self-imagery, self, you know, body positivity practitioner. Um, but there is a line 
that we have to make sure we're crossing when it comes to really, really unhealthy lifestyle and, um, you know, physique, then, you know, making sure we're doing all the right things and, and, you know, you're as fit as you can possibly be for your body type. So getting fit, you know, it means a lot more than, than just, oh, I'm going to be this big, you know, muscle head or I'm going to be the skinniest girl in the world. Um, it's a lot more than that. And, and I think if we get in that mindset and we can really visualize and envision what that actually looks like, then that is such a great quality of life item. Um, let's see, not letting fear hold you back. I got a lot of like, you know, fear, letting go of, you know, past judgments and all of all of those things like that. And I will tell you that I have been a, a victim of letting fear hold me back, you know, not being, not wanting to make a change because I'm, I'm scared of um, all kinds of things. I'm scared of if it's not going to work or if I'm going to fail and that, you know, we can't, we'll talk about that in a minute, but you know, that I, I love that. I love letting go of fear because I've seen with myself and people I work closely with or people I love people I'm close with what happens when you, when you can really let go of that fear and how do we do that? Um, a couple of more were uh, be more charitable. That is cool. Got a lot of that. And then another one was to release addiction. So, you know, like this, you know, getting off meds, being more empathetic, um, you know, being fit, those are all great. Um, but some of those, if everybody is different, might be a little bit more difficult for, you know, the other. Um, I know addiction is a very serious thing and, you know, getting fit and, and sharing your life with somebody, those are all things that are a process. And I caught myself the other day telling Travis because together we have we have tried a couple of things and they don't always work, but we we kind of adjust the way we go at it and then we try again. And I was telling him that that's like I'm kinda of afraid. You know, with with Jerry January, you know, we really want to do that, but I'm kind of afraid, and it just came out, and it, you know, I didn't really mean like, oh, I can't do this. It, it doesn't really, it didn't really feel that way for me. It was just like, you know what? If it's if it feels like a bold move, and it scares you, then I think that's good. I think you can use that as motivation, and really, you know, really use that again as motivation to lunge you forward. And not everyone can do a straight cutoff. You know, if you know yourself, then you know, okay, I can't do a straight cutoff, but I can reduce things drastically, then I would suggest doing that as well. But what I realized was that before, when we would try things and it wouldn't work, I was having trouble trusting myself. And I was always telling myself, okay, trust the process, trust the process. Well, that didn't work for me, and I don't think it works for a lot of people, and I'll tell you why. You can write down a plan on a piece of paper or, you know, on the wall or on a dry board or wherever you write your plan, and you can have it all just very specifically written out. You can have your supplements, and you can have your protocol, and you can have your plan, and your time you do this, and your time you do that. That's a process. 
okay, you're the only person who's going to put that process, you know, to, to use, to good use. And I just, I wasn't trusting myself. I was, I was, you know, and this is before, obviously. the way that the process said I had to. And that's, I don't think that's the right way to go about it. So I, I learned to start trusting myself, even when I didn't do something right, or I didn't follow protocol, or I changed something on myself, or, you know, I, I skipped a day or whatever. If I feel like I feel like I failed, I learned to just trust myself anyway, because there's a reason why I started in the first place. And I, I envisioned, and I started envisioning instead of imagining or creating something that's like, oh, this would be so great if it was like this. I started truly envisioning what my life looks like, taking certain steps, every single detail, every single look inside my body and, and feel the energies I was feeling and, and really realistically envision the trusting of myself and what it would look like and feel like when I reached a certain goal. And you, you know, you kind of start small, you know, and, and say, you know, okay, I'm going to give myself two weeks and maybe I'll, I'll, I'll change what I'm doing. Maybe it's not working. Maybe it's working perfectly. So I think a huge thing is trusting yourself. And I saw something, I took a picture of it. I'm using my phone. Um, I saw something on on Instagram that kind of resonated with me as well. And it was, um, you know, it takes 21 days to make something a habit, which I think we've all heard. And it takes 90 days to make something a lifestyle. Well, along with being able to trust yourself, I think in that, with all of those things that you're doing and you're you're continuing to trust yourself and, and change the process if you need to, according to what will work for you, I think that's when you create your lifestyle that works for you, that's right for you, that you become successful and you start manifesting success and abundance. And that comes with money. That comes with, okay, let's say sharing your life with someone. Well, that's huge. You know, that's huge. Do you trust yourself right now, the person that you are, that if someone comes along, you're that person that they are going to need? Because, well, first of all, you should never really need anybody. You should want them. But do you trust that you're the person that they're going to want? Or, you, or do you trust the person that is going to be able to step up for them? Because really sharing your life with somebody, it's way more than just, oh, well, you know, I, I look good and I'm, I'm kind of funny and I, you know, I have, I have these material items and whatever. I'm a catch. Are you? You know, do you trust yourself? Do you trust other people? So it's like, I, I really believe, I believe that so much that trusting yourself is, is just so huge. Trusting yourself even when you don't do it right or you think you don't do it right. I don't know if there really is a right or wrong, you know, in, in, as far as individuality goes. You know, it really just depends. But Again, trusting yourself is really huge. And yes, making a plan is great too. Having a process, having a plan to look at is amazing. That you even took that step and went that far shows a lot of commitment. But it is very, very interpersonal. 
whenever you are really wanting to, to, to set these goals. So that's why, okay, for myself, we'll go back to mine, um, wanting to do less screen time. I know myself, and I do trust myself, and I trust myself enough to know that unless I did something pretty big, like setting a million alarms, then I probably was going to not, you know, adhere to the less screen time. And that reminds me, I worked with a friend of mine this past summer, pretty close with her, and she was, you know, she wanted to make some changes. And she comes to me and she's like, just right off the bat, she's like, I know myself. I will not do this. I will not eat that. I will not do this. I will not. I mean, she just knew. And that was just, it was actually really refreshing to hear because she knew herself and she kind of knew her boundaries, but it was like, okay. And it was like, okay, now if just showing like, Hey, if you do certain things, you know, do you trust that you can at least give it a try? You know, do you trust yourself enough to step out of that a little bit? And it was kind of like she had a realization and I had a realization as a practitioner that, you know, some people just, they don't want to do stuff. And it's like, you know, I, I trusted that I could, um, you know, that I could adapt. And I trusted that if I gave her something out of her comfort zone, that she trusted herself enough to try it. So I think maybe the theme for 2019 should be trusting yourself. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I think that's just so huge. And another thing, yes, trusting yourself and then another thing is just having somebody, like having a, a person or a community. Um, and I can say this just because this is what I've, I've wanted to build and I think what I, I am building and have built within my Patreon community. And I, I, when I say my Patreon community, I don't even feel like saying that because it's really ours. We have helped each other through so many things. I can even tell you. It, and, and you don't have to, you know, do that. If you're part of the community, you don't have to share like that. But it is available for you whenever you need it. And that's really important to have as well. And that kind of goes in with, like, sharing your life with somebody. That is another perk of that. You know, so, so when it comes to anything, sharing your life with somebody, getting off medication, you know, again, do have a process. Trust yourself more than the process. And... Instead of imagining and, and dreaming, and I'm not saying it's bad to imagine and dream, those things are very important as well. Very, very, very important. I can tell you scientific studies and daydreaming and imagining has the positive effects on the brain. But it's different to imagine and daydream than it is to truly envision. If you want to be off the medication, what is your new day going to look like? You know, you don't have to rely on that anymore. Your side effects will be gone um, you know, if you when you envision the realistic outcome and picture, you put yourself in that space and what it feels like in that space, then you have a more solidified, uh, you know, motivation to hold on to. So, yeah, I don't want to keep carrying on. I have had a great time on this episode. This is the first one of the year. It's the first one where, the, where I wasn't talking all about my story, and I... I love doing these. So thank you so much for listening. If you guys have any questions or anything at all about your resolutions and how you can stay on track, please feel free to contact me. We can do a consultation. Um, we, can, we can chat about it. 
I'd love to help you stay on track. I'd love to see you succeed. Share your stories with me. Um, as always, always feel free to reach out. Um, and again, I, I won't be putting these on YouTube anymore. And it would it would mean a lot for your support if you could just go to patreon.com. It's only $2 a month to watch the podcast. And there's other tiers if you're interested in that as well. If you're not, that's okay. Um, the live will always remain public, but the studio versions are going to go to Patreon as well as weekly vlogs and weekly cooking shows. And we have exclusive photos and stuff that I do on the weekends. So anyway, I didn't mean to just plug Patreon like that, but I did. So happy new year, you guys. Best of luck. I know you're going to do so great. And I will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Bye, guys. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.